WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of the Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM. The Impact MSU student-run radio coming to you live from the basement of Holden Hall. My name is Brad Brooks. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Impact Movie Chat. The Impact Movie Chat is the Thursday night edition of the Impact Exposure. The Exposure is a nightly ritual we have here on the Impact. Every weekday night from 7 until 8 p.m. It's all live and all talk radio dealing with issues that matter to you. And since it's Thursday, it's time to kick out the Impact Movie Chat. Over the next hour, it's all live, all talk radio, and it's all about movies. Everything about cinema, whatever you want to talk about, give us a call. This is your show. Phone lines are always open at area code 517-432-3893. If there's anything you want to talk about movies, give us a call. Let us know. If you want to chime in about our topic, which I'll get to in just a minute, Give us a call, 432-3893. If we're talking about a movie that you've seen and you want your opinion heard, give us a call, 432-3893. Questions, concerns, comments, call us. We'll help you out, get you through the night, 432-3893. Let me introduce our excellent panel, as always, with us, Dan Messina. Dan, how you doing? I'm pretty good, buddy. How you doing? Doing very good, and without glasses tonight, I can say. Without glasses. Contacts. I I can finally see. All right. Yeah, <laughs> sounds, sounds good. <laughs> it's good to have you on, as always, Dan. And my right hand man here with us since the first show, the Reverend Phil. Reverend, how you doing? I'm good. And you're dressed in all black. Yeah, you're like Johnny Cash now. Yeah, I love it. Well, I I tend to dress in black. Yes, but even they're just nicer clothes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice like Johnny Cash. Right. Exactly. All right. Uh, you're listening to the Impact Movie Chat. As I said, it's here on 89FM, The Impact. We're talking about movies, everything about movies, questions, concerns, comments, your opinions on film. Give us a call. Our phone lines are always open at area code 517-432-3893. is the number. Or you can chime in on our award-winning message board. That is at the uh, wonderful Impact website. It is www.impact89fm.org. Uh, click on the little button that says message board. You will be transported to a wonderful world of the Impact message boards. Uh, tons of great information on this studio, uh, on the station here, and uh, our excellent message board. It's the Impact Movie Chat message board. So you can go to that. Um, we usually kick off the show with what we like to call the Reverend's News, a little bit of information, rumors, news, and gossip from the Reverend. Reverend, what have you got for us this week? Uh, I got uh, a few movies, a few announcements of movies being made by... They're all directors that I like a lot, and Brilliant. Uh, I'm excited about them. All right. Uh, one of which is Richard Linklater, um, who is a busy man. He's cranking out a couple movies a year now. He doesn't uh, mess around. He's yeah. not going to mess around. With the uh, the School of Rock, and then he's got the Keanu Reeves, um, Scanner Darkly coming up, and mm-hmm. Bad News Bears this summer. So, you know, keep him busy. Oh, and before uh, before Sunset before was between sunset, those. Yeah, and... and- for years, just just once a year, almost always, and yeah. different types of films, which is great. He uh, he will not rest on his laurels, and, and they're really they're good too. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not films that you know we've talked about. I know Woody Allen and Robert Rodriguez kind of <laughs> being like maybe they shouldn't try to get them out so fast. But Linklater films are usually, I'd say, pretty good. I, yeah. I would say I'm, I'm a big fan. In their scope, they're not usually that ambitious as maybe you know something that Rodriguez does, but they're usually much more personal, smaller films. Uh, Waking Life. 
You don't think that's ambitious? Well, I think it's ambitious, but... (laughs) Well, compared to tape. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's not... And even even School of Rock's not the most ambitious of films. Well, and even Waking Life is... I mean, it's a cool movie, and and it's got a cool effect, but really that effect wasn't, from what I understand, that difficult of an effect actually to, to, to pull off. From, from what I understand. The animation superimposed yeah. on I, I guess, film. oh, okay. I just, I, maybe I didn't understand what you meant by ambitious. I mean, I think he, he takes risks. Like, he does well, yeah. things differently. Oh, yeah, I don't mean, yeah. I don't mean risky. Well, I, when I, I say ambitious, You just mean I ambition mean, in terms of scope and budget. He's not, he's not creating epics. He's, no. he's not David Lean. He's not, you know, making these grand films. He's, he's making smaller films, I guess I would, I would call it. So he's, that's what I mean by not as ambitious, but yeah. still exciting films, and he's a good filmmaker. Yeah. One of the few to, Stick around after blowing up in the early to mid '90s. He's one of the few to to bring to keep films that are uh, bringing in on that promise that he that he showed he, in the early films. He kept films. them pretty real too, you know, like like yeah, like be before sunset. I mean, one of his most recent is. I mean, there, there, that was never going to make money, you know, and and he, I'm sure he knew that, and it's yeah. he made it, and it's made, good. Made a couple grand uh, yeah. in profit, <laughs> and he's and he's happy with that. Yeah. And he's he's you know, and I think unfortunately with the studio system. They don't allow a movie just to make its money back. It's going to make a huge... I understand profit is good. This is America. Well, let's, let's move on. But if a movie at least makes its money and a little something, sounds good to me. At least, especially since he works in independent film. Mm-hmm. But that's a uh, kind of a shaded genre in itself since what's really an independent film? Almost since, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, few people are putting up their own money. Yeah. Except George Lucas. George that's Lucas a, makes That's, that's an independent that's film. True. He puts up all his own money, does it. It happens to be $200 million, but... Independent film. Okay, back to the Reverend and his news. Yeah. So Linklater's new movie is Fast Food Nation. It's based, oh. based on the book. Excellent. Yeah, which um, there's kind of a – the most interesting part of that, though, is the book apparently is nonfiction. I haven't yes. read it. But the um, they describe the movie as being a fictionalized thriller based on the book. <laughs> okay. Which sounds kind of weird. But if it weren't for Richard Linklater, that would sound horrible. But – I don't. I don't know what they're. How you would turn it into a thriller? I mean, is it going to be like Soylent Green or you know? Like, but uh, you know, I'm intrigued. The nuggets are made out of people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no idea. So I, I guess yeah, Fast Food Nation to me. I guess I haven't. I haven't read it, but I've read excerpts, and uh, it just kind of struck me as supersized me. Yeah, the Morgan Spurlock uh, documentary that blew up last year. That seems to be the. But well, it predated Super Size Me, right? Yes, Wasn't yes. It, it came, it out, came out, years, out two years before yeah. Super Size Me. Yeah. So, yes. So, to me, that seems to be the logical that Spurlock was able to adapt the film sure. uh, right. you know, unauthorized to a degree <laughs> right. with a different concept. Has Linklater really done a thriller at all? Uh, you you would test me like this. I, I, um, I, I honestly don't... I can't think of anything. I mean, he's... I mean, his, his movies are, are inherently not very plotty. Which would not lend itself to thriller very much. They're usually just basically pure conversations and characters. I mean, a scanner darkly is going to be a thriller yeah. to some degree. So that's I mean, not out yet, but yeah, yeah. that's because I, I honestly just running his filmography in my head. Yeah. Tape no. tape is kind of a thriller. Yeah, I but, mean, it, but once again, as Dan says, it's very talky, yeah, character yeah. driven, which most thrillers are not. It's a thriller. <laughs> it's a thriller meets Twelve Angry Men. I mean, they never leave the room. Yeah, you know? it all takes place in one room. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah, so and it takes that. place in Lansing, which yeah, is always fun. tape does. Yeah, yeah, tape does. Yeah. not Twelve Angry Men. Yeah, we continue, Phil. Okay. Um, yeah, moving up the chain of directors. Because they get better. They yeah, get they better. Get, they get better for me. The, the promise, and and no one else. 
Yeah. It's all about the Reverend. I love this. Go ahead. Uh, my boy, who has not made a movie in quite a while, Paul Verhoeven. Ah. He's finally working on another film. PV. You gotta yep. love PV. What was his last film? Hollow Man? Hollow Man. Hollow Man. That's yeah. what, 2001? Um, Roughly? I mean, that sounds about the ballpark. I w- uh, yeah. That sounds about Could right. Like, maybe 2000. I was, yeah. I was thinking even earlier. But... Oh, okay. I, w- I would say 2000, 2002. I, th- I, went, I, was, I think it was 2002. I... I say 2001. Uh, Dan <laughs> says 2002. Phil says uh, 2000. I guess what? I think one of us is right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it doesn't matter. But yeah. Okay. But it's been a while. It's been a few years. And he usually gets them out in timely fashion every few years. Yeah. So this one is a, uh, a real-life story. It's the Beast of uh, Bataan or Bataan. Bataan. I'm horrible I've, with pronunciation. I've heard, of it. Yes, yeah. I've heard about this. Bataan. Okay, yes. It's about the uh, general who is responsible, the Japanese general who is responsible for the Bataan death marches and numerous other war crimes during World War II. World, uh, World war II. Um, and it's basically just about his life and uh, what what a character he was. It seems like a much, it's a much different uh, film, it sounds like, at least from the, uh, from the planned treatment mm-hmm. than Verhoeven's ever tackled before. Uh, I don't, I'm, but then again, I'm not steeped in his Dutch work you know, yeah. before he came to the United States, so I'm really certain. But that's, I guess, that's what I would say. It sounds more like his early movies because he, I mean, a lot of those were pretty dark and artsy. And I mean, his American movies are dark too, but they're they're American. There's like super American slash like dark subtext. Well, I whereas, love I love his American stuff because yeah. what else has he done? American stuff. Uh, uh RoboCop, Starship oh, Troopers, okay. uh, Showgirls. Yellow yep. Man, yep. Um, uh, Basic Instinct. Uh, and, oh, um, Total Recall. Total Recall, yes. Yeah. He, Verhoeven is one of those interesting uh, European directors who came over and said, of like, I'm just going to make uh, my foreign films over here and uh, with more money. He's like, no, I'm now going to make American films more American than you can handle, <laughs> <Yeah>. America. <laughs> Take that, America. <laughs> Robocop in your face. Because it's, it's like he just takes it to an extreme yeah. that – if an American did, it would be like Michael Bay and we all would applaud. But when it's him, it's like, it's eerily creepy. It's like, ugh. Because his films are pretty dark. Yeah. He's he's using the uh, the standard symbols of America to mock America, which is why I love the guy. I which mean, is why he's good, yeah. Nothing, nothing against America. I just, I love dark people and I think that he's really funny. Like, his yeah. sense of humor is extremely dark. Very biting. It's very, S- yeah. Speaking of uh, things against America, somebody quoted me to myself. <laughs> Uh, this past week, when I was when I was in a bar, a friend of mine he he heard the show and he started talking about how I was saying how Americans are stupid, don't understand humor. Oh yeah, I remember that. Well, that's because yeah. that guy was stupid. <laughs> he didn't understand our humor. So no, no, he was he was actually okay with what I was saying. Oh, okay. he, he didn't he didn't disagree with me. He just uh, he pointed out how I kind of dug myself a bit of a hole, maybe. But I was like, no, not in terms of the people a I was around at the station and b probably most of the listeners. No, most people so, who listen to the show are idiots. So right. that's, that's good. But at the same time, he gave me that wink, like. <laughs> well, we're not stupid, right, Dan? <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Oh, it's, and, uh, do you have more on Verhoeven? It's kind of, no, that's it. I have, for that I have a bit of small RoboCop okay. thing. And this sure. is something, it's not really news. Though I did happen to catch RoboCop 3 on WGN last night. Nice. Accidentally. Oh, man, that movie's bad. Uh, but anyway. Frank Miller's script. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, I came across something on the internet. Uh, which the information I use, superhighway? Yes, you know, the, the World Wide Web. Usually we don't do this, but I found something that's very, very funny, and I've been meaning to send it to you guys. Oh. It's a thing called RoboCop the Musical. Ooh. It's from a website called, I believe it's a www.silence. 
com or Google it. Uh, it's a couple guys who went to USC um, music school to learn. Uh, they, uh, I think it's John and Al Kaplan, and they have a website. And uh, they went to USC music school to learn how to write music for movies. And they've created a, a full uh, musical about Silence of the Lambs called Silence, the Silence of the Lambs musical. Mm-hmm. They have then since created uh, one song that I know you can check at their website. I believe it's silence.com called RoboCop the Musical. It's a song sung by RoboCop and Ann Lewis called Murphy, It's You. Nice. Um, Since it just kind of came up, it's one of those fun things I have found, uh, and it's movie-related, and it's semi-brilliant. So I may, on the message board, put a hyperlink to it if I'm allowed, if I can find out if I'm actually allowed to do it. It's, it's, It's a song about, like, he's finding out that he's Murphy. And it's 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 a smooth smooth synthesis of uh, Verhoeven and Broadway, and who'd have thought? But there you go. It's one of those ideas you think, why didn't I think of that? You it's, know, it's, it's you just like RoboCop and musical. You know, it's, it was a matter of time, really. Yeah, it's it's probably. I mean, it's a two two minute fifty second song. And it's probably the most entertaining thing I've ever experienced. Wow, it's brilliant. So it's RoboCop the musical. Silence the musical is the website. Uh, it's John and Al Kaplan. So give them credit. And you can listen to their song from their website. We usually don't do that on the show, but Verhoeven came up, RoboCop. I had to mention it. It's pretty brilliant. I'll put a link to the website. Okay. Reverend, continue with your news. I'm very sorry about that. Yeah. Well, my last piece. I Which mean, is always the best. You're thinking, for I mean, people who know me are like, who can top Paul Verhoeven? You know, I mean, Verhoeven's got to be up there. Um, Unless Stanley Kubrick claws like, himself out of the I was going to say, the, the, the ghost of Stanley Kubrick. Right. Um, they, they found Stanley Kubrick's Batman. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that, that he shot, actually, and hid from everyone. It explains his absence, you know, for 13 years between Eyes Wide Shut and Full Metal Jacket. But continue, Reverend. Yeah. Ooh. Um At the uh, Cannes Film Festival recently, David Lynch busted out, hey, I got a new movie ready for you. It's coming out fairly soon it's coming out sometime this year and uh everyone's like oh okay and uh no announcements about what it's about who's in it anything about it really oh. um, have you have you heard seen anything I, I saw an, i think there's a thing on imdb mm-hmm. or was it dark horizons these are one of the two sites that we use mm-hmm. for our our bs information <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like these are rumors but one is imdb internet movie database and the other is darkhorizons.com i believe at dark horizons they have something a little more on uh it's, it's about the, a woman, but beyond that, I didn't really get to read the, the article. So. Okay. Well, whatever, dis- interesting. whatever description they had, I don't think it's that in-depth, at well, least. Because what was his last film? Was well, it Mulholland Drive? Mulholland yeah, Drive. 2001? Yeah. yeah. So it's been a few years for, for a Lynch film. Yeah. He's, so. He took a little break. And that was even a failed TV series that he just put together. I mean, it wasn't even like... It was years later, too, right? Wasn't yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. Well, he shot that in... I don't know, like ninety nine. Oh, okay. Or something. I guess I didn't know that story. Yeah. I haven't actually seen Mulholland Drive, unfortunately, oh. so I don't know the whole history behind it. That's brilliant. Yeah. All right. You like Naomi Watts, don't you? Love her, man. She's really good in that I, movie. That's right. That's Isn't the word that, on the street. That's kind of where she almost got discovered, right? Like, that's at least in that's pretty much her pop, pop culture, culture, at least. Yep. Yeah, yeah, unless you count Tank Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which we always count Tank Girl. That's one of the rules of the show. One, don't ruin the ending to a movie, and always count Tank Girl. You're listening to the Impact Movie <laughs> Chat here on 89 FM. The Impact phone lines are open four three two three eighty nine three four three two three eight nine three. We're talking about movies, everything about movies. Give us a call. You're listening to the Impact Movie Chat here on 89 FM. The Impact MSU Student Run Radio. Reverend, any more news from you? 
Nope, that's it for me. And always, I like to throw a little appendix there where I can throw in my two cents on a few things that I find that are usually not nearly as cool as what the Reverend finds, but for some reason I chalk on at the, <laughs> at the end. Um, one, which we have our own version of the, the Trinity here, as mm-hmm. has been mentioned on this show. and That is Dan. That's me. The Reverend. And GT Money, Greg Teachout, who's not here with us, unfortunately, tonight. And they're the Trinity because they went, they love Blade. And they went and saw Blade Trinity uh, when it came out. We actually prefer being called Team Trinity. Team Trinity. <laughs> Sorry, okay. New name. It's, is it, you know, with, with lightning bolts underneath it, right? Uh, like Or racing stripes? I'll think about that. It's going to be, I, you I know, can, bending guitar riffs. You know, yeah. Team Trinity! I know you guys would, because basically because you guys relate to the show once, because you were watching Blade Trinity. I'm all right with that, because you guys then ran off about 30 minutes of great, horrible reviews. I mean, the reviews were great, They're, you know, from you guys. They were of saying that Blade Trinity was horrible, yeah. to put that there. I want to let you know, I heard a little bit of information. I saw this like at the ticker at the bottom E the other day, entertainment television. And I'm like, what? And I finally saw something on it. It looks like Spike TV, which I believe used to be TNT or... TNN. TNN, thank you. TNN, they... formerly known as the Nashville Network, then known as the National Network. And then they just kind of totally want to separate themselves from uh, from being hickish. And now they're Spike. For men. Which, which For when men. you think of Spike TV, that should really have a bending guitar riff. Oh, yeah. Spike TV! Like, that's pretty much, that should be the theme song. Yes. I just wrote it. Pay me, Ma- Spike TV. Makes me think of Do the Right Thing. <laughs> <laughs> little, little joke there for people in the know. <laughs> Interesting. Spike, Spike Lee, very upset, tried to sue for them changing their name to Spike TV. Yeah. And, very and, funny. And sadly enough, they haven't put a Spike Lee movie on yet. <laughs> well, anyway, Spike TV's president has come out and said, you know what? Everyone loves those Blade movies so much, especially that last one. <laughs> that we're going to go ahead and do what uh, I think TNT or uh, did with Witchblade. A you know semi popular comic. We're gonna put a TV show out of that comic book. Mm, nice Blade, the TV show, executive produced by David Goyer, who wrote the Blade trilogy <laughs> nice. and who directed the third one. Wrote Blade and Trinity. directed, yeah. Wrote and directed, one. and yeah. I finally saw Blade Trinity. Mm-hmm. That movie sucks. Yes, it does. So it was as bad. You agree? I no, I, I don't think it was as bad. I think I was prepared for much worse. So whereas I, because I actually found Ryan Reynolds, I was like, oh, that was funny. But hold on, hold on, completely inappropriate for the film that he was in. If he had been in like a Chachi Van Wilder comedy, I would have really liked him. But he was horrible in that movie. Like Jessica, like the weapons they create. Blade Trinity is a bad, bad movie. Mm-hmm. One of the, I would say, one of the worst from last year. So I see your eyes bugging out of your head. Because I didn't come off with a hardcore, I hate that movie, well, you, assassinate you were, David Goyer. You were warned, though, too. And yes. a lot of it also, we had, actually, Team Trinity had watched the first two Blade movies the two days before. And Which we were really, awesome. we, we were really, Which are good. Which we are really good. rocking out on those. So They're we great. go from those two to not knowing what Blade Trinity is going to be like. The and anticipation. We, and, and that, it's, it, it hurt. It was like going to episode one. And, and you, guys were, you guys were hurting. Yeah. David Goyer, you're not a very good director. No. Stick actually, the, I think... GT even called uh, Ryan Reynolds a Jar Jar Binks. Um, of, oh, of that movie, is good. Which, uh, I completely which was... forgot about that. That is perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. <laughs> he is the Jar Jar Binks of that movie. Well, for those of you who love Blade Trinity, which should be no one, especially since the movie lost money, they're going to do a Blade TV show. And uh, for those of you who are, that, are start, that are on the websites with their, our Star Wars countdown next week at midnight Wednesday, uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, comes out it's nationwide on next Thursday. So check out next week. I'll have my review of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, my most anticipated 
picture of the millennium already. I've already named it. Um, but it will be out in time for Christmas because George Lucas, if anything, loves the monies. <laughs> and he's announced that Star Wars Episode Three will be out available for Christmas or, um, or as I like to call it, Sithmas. Um, <laughs> and he also mentioned that eventually there will be a six-film um, deluxe set. So for the, all you idiots who went out and <laughs> bought the DVDs of the original trilogy, strike that. I'm sorry, you didn't buy the original trilogy. For those idiots who went out last fall and bought the special editions on DVD and who have been at the same time buying your you know episode one, episode two as they come out, and you're like, hey, episode three. Get ready to hold up probably another $150 because you have to buy the, the sixth disc. The, I'm sorry, not the sixth disc, but the sixth film box set because you know, you know. That will be different mm-hmm. than what's already out. Well, in, I bet you what he'll do, it'll, it'll just be episode three that's available at Christmas. But exactly. then he'll wait a year or two, maybe just a year, yes. and that's when he'll release all that. Just to make sure everybody buys that episode three solo yeah. Oh, yeah. first. Because that's a lot of money there. Yeah. It could be done one DVD all the time. You don't waste that by putting it in a box set. Come on. <laughs> George Lucas isn't stupid like that. No. He's, he's, he's a mogul. And the only independent, truly independent director... Working today. All right. So I just had that little bit. It's a Star Wars thing. I had to throw it out there. You're listening to the Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM, the Impact. Phone lines are open, 432-3893. Our topic tonight, comfort films. Uh, I have posted it on our message board, so if you're shy or you're unable to get through because the lines are buzzing, which they're not, uh, you can load up your favorite comfort films. Comfort films uh, is one of our favorite topics that we've had in the past. It was a huge hit. I think we did it in the fall. Dan, you remember it. Right? I remember it very Sounds well. Sounds like a plan. And uh, since we're counting down to our final show on the 26th of May, uh, we're bringing back some of our favorite ones. Uh, this week is comfort films. Comfort films are like comfort food. You know, comfort food are those things that, that you know that you eat that make you feel warm and toasty. Remind you of mom. <laughs> remind you of Christmas Day. They make you feel better. They get you through a tough time. It's not necessarily good for you. No, 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 no. Def- they're even best when <laughs> not good for you. Like when they're like, "Wow, I can feel the heart attack in twenty years." Yeah, being formed right now. Thank you, little Debbie. Not saying that little Debbie causes heart attacks, but that's comfort food, baby. Um, but yeah, so these are films that. Take you back to a certain time. You know, it's a rainy day. You're depressed. Your girlfriend left you. You know, you're sick. Um, it's the winter here in Michigan because these are the things that will make you depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need a film that's going to pick you up. Whether it's a movie marathon, a one shot, something that you can have on just in the background while you do your homework. These are comfort films. They're brilliant films. They're essential to our lives. And for the most part, they make up our DVD and video collections. Am I right, guys? Yes. Exactly. Comfort Films, you're co- listening to the Impact Movie Chat. Give us a call, 432-3893, 432-3893. Comfort Films, I'll start off, I think the ones I've already mentioned uh, the previous time we did this, the original Star Wars trilogy, not the special editions, because honestly, the special editions, I can feel like an ulcer to be created every time I watch them. So I, I don't watch them anymore. But the original Star Wars trilogy, I used to watch them with my father when I was growing up. You know, once a month. We'd sit down. This weekend we're going to watch Trilogy, Brad. And that's what we do. And that was for years. And so those are, that's my childhood. That's what I think back to. So the original Trilogy is definitely a film that I can put on. And it, it makes me just feel kind of warm. And it's, it's a strange feeling, especially since I was, you know, I went to college. Wonder Boys, Curtis Hansen film from a few years ago. It's very funny. It's a, it's a bit irreverent. It moves very good. And there's, there's a lot of story going on. And I just feel... That that movie I can have on the background noise makes me feel good. If I'm if I'm reading in bed, but I want some background noise, that movie's great. 
Um, the film I said that if you've just broken up with your lady or your man, <laughs> depends. This is whether you're a lady or a man. Um, a movie that will give you a, at the same time, kick love when it's down, but at the same time, give you hope that you won't be a loser forever. High Fidelity, Stephen Frears film from 1999. It's, I'm sorry, 2000. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Once again, a lot of story, a lot going on. You can zone out of the film and then come back in. There's a lot of humor, a lot of action going on. Not kung fu action, but a lot of things taking place in the story. Um, and it just it just makes you think, hey, Grace guys are going to clear up, put on a happy face. So uh, these are some comfort films that we have here. Let's take a call, and then we'll get to the guys, and then I'll add some more later on. Uh, call, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? We're doing great. Excellent. Uh, my favorite comfort film is probably one that I don't know if anyone has ever heard of. It's called uh, Death Race 2000. Death Race 2000. Stallone. In the 70s and the star was David Carradine, and the whole film is based around uh, this transcontinental road race where uh, all the players score points by running over helpless pedestrians. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Why is this a comfort film for you? Is it because you're a hit-and-run artist yourself? or <laughs> No, no. It's just so absurd that you can't not laugh and enjoy this. It just it, it can always raise your mood, no matter how low things get. Yeah. Perfect. It, it, it's a bunch of one-liners. Like this, There's this one part where they're by a hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, some, there's a co- uh, co-pilot in the car, and uh, the hospital staff is lining up old people in the street, and the co-pilot <laughs> hey, what are they doing? And the, the driver's like, oh, it's euthanasia day at the hospital. Oh. I mean, that's just too good. That's, that, that's bringing a smile to my face just hearing about it. Excellent. Do you have any other choices for us? Um, let's see. Uh, old school. Old school? Old school. Why is that one? Funny? Yeah, it's just hilarious. It's going to put a smile on your face no matter what. Exactly. Brilliant. All right. Thanks for giving us a call. Great choices. Yeah. All right. Bye. Take care. We have another caller on the line. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? Hello? Hello. How you doing? Hey. Stand By Me, best comfort movie ever. Stand By Me, why is that a comfort movie for you? I don't know. I absolutely love it. It's sad. The pie-eating contest is just hilarious. It makes you crack up. It makes you think about like hanging out with your friends when you were younger. It's good stuff. Cool. Trying to find a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I, and I love those, those films that take you back to a certain point in your life that always can, and a, and a happier, simpler time of childhood. That's a perfect comfort film. Any others for you? No, I think that's it for now. Brilliant choice. Thanks for giving us a call. Thanks. All right, take care. Phone lines are open, 4323-893-4323-893. Comfort films, those films that make you feel all, you know, squishy inside, that that remind you of your childhood, that take you to a special place, that help you through the tough times. It's a raining day. What are you going to do? Sit inside? you got to watch a movie. Right, Dan? Exactly. And, and, you know, I think uh, uh, our first caller, it, it, it... I've I've broken my comfort films into different categories, which is good. That's the way it should be done because it, it really it's it preferred. varies. You know, like if I want to watch something that's just going to make me laugh out loud, no matter how many times I see it, The Big Lebowski and The Royal Tenenbaums are those two movies good. for me. Um, if I'm feeling a little bit more visceral and maybe semi-violent, you know, <laughs> we all have those days. Yeah. I call those weekdays. Um, there's Army <laughs> of Darkness and uh, and Red Dawn. Oh man, Red Dawn. You know, I mean, how how could that not be? Um, then there's of course the childhood films for me. Uh, I've got UHF down for okay. uh, as one of those, and uh, Ernest Goes to Camp. All right, all right. That I just on have multiple levels. Sophomore up. humor and camp. That's a child thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's campy. Um, yeah. Um, those are the great choices. Anyhow. Well, I've got I, I I have high fidelity list. I actually have some John Cusack movies in general. I. 
I'll just I'll admit I like them. I like them a lot. Even I just... I really love Gross Point Blank. All right, a that's lot. good. I like that one. Um and uh, and even say <clears throat> say anything is one one of those also. If I'm just I don't know. You it's know, like because like, I think High Fidelity and Say Anything could be like bookends for like definitely. Y- your lady dumps you on Friday night and you gotta sit around on Saturday and Sunday in your bathrobe. You know, because you haven't you're not gonna do your hair and get cleaned up. No, you're eating you know Cheerios straight out of the box, no milk yeah. with your hands. You got to do something, and you want to watch a movie where maybe love doesn't look the best, but also can look wonderful at the same time, where you're like, oh, it's so tough to fall in love, but it's beautiful. So that's, that's, I think those are great choices. So those are a few of mine. Oh, good. Uh, let's take a couple calls, and we'll get to the Reverend's choices. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Am I on? You are on. Oh, okay. Uh, my movies would probably be uh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride, oh, great. Call. Yeah, uh, High Fidelity. Good. Like I said, uh, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I love those movies. That's like that's like the quintessential like sick day film. It's like if you're if you're on a sick, especially if you're actually sick. If it's a sick day and you're just you know playing hooky, then you should actually be out doing something. But if it's a sick day and you're actually sick, why not watch a guy have the ultimate sick day and do that? Great choice. Just watch more. Yeah, exactly. All right, good good choice. Thanks for giving us a call. Well, take care. And we have another caller on the line. Caller on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, well, I got one comfort film and two little bits of news. All right. Uh, are any of you familiar with Prayer of the Roller Boys? That Prayer. one you you stumped me on. Prayer? Death Race 2000. I'm a fan of, but Prayer of the Roller Boys. Pull, you lost uh, what me. is this? What is this archaic film you speak of? It is from '91. '91. And it has Corey Haim in it. Oh, it sounds good already. It's uh, sort of futuristic, and a whole bunch of foreign banks have closed down on uh, the U.S., and so a bunch of rollerblading teenagers wearing white trench coats, who also happen to be white supremacists, oh, okay. wow. they formed a gang, and uh, Corey Haim has to infiltrate the gang, and they also have a drug called the rope, which <laughs> it actually... Uh, makes all of the people who they hate sterile. Wow. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Well this is this is probably this sounds very upsetting. So why yeah. is this why is this a comfort film for you if I can ask? <laughs> uh well it sort of ties into the awesomely bad films from last week. Okay, so yeah. it's I mean it, it sounds awesomely bad. Um, it sounds it sounds atrocious. It sounds beautiful, uh, but you know, <laughs> resplendent. Uh, but why is this a comfort film? Are you really into awesomely bad films, or yeah? And also, it's sort of comforting that I had nothing to do with that film. So <laughs> that that sounds about right. All right, thanks for giving us a call. Well, uh, I got oh, you got the news. Yeah, what are your what are your bits? One is there's a game in production right now based on the Warriors. Yeah, which I which is supposed to be. Highly interesting. I'm, I'm just saying, it sounds interesting. They're going to do it like a, a shot for shot, like the Warriors game. Sounds good. What else and you got? I had heard conflicting stories, but either the six, uh, all six movie Star Wars box set, either that's going to be in full 3D or some other Star Wars thing that Lucas is coming out with. In 3D. In full 3D. Brilliant! That's the only thing I needed for my Star Wars trilogy before I can die. Yoda in 3D. All right. Well, thanks for giving us a call. Yep. Take care. You're listening to the Impact Movie Chat. Phone lines are open, as you can see. Uh, well, actually, listen. Uh, 432-3893. 432-3893 is that number. We're talking about comfort films. Films that, that get you through a tough patch. That when times get tough, 
You got to sit down. On, you know, you're not. You know, going gets tough. Tough don't get going. No. Tough sits around its bathrobe, watches a couple movies to to help it get over the tough. Eats a bag of cookies. Exactly. Whatever. Little Debbies. You never know. Little Debbies. Uh, so give us a call. 432 3893 If I want a, a film that's going to remind me of my childhood, take me back to those days. Two of the films I loved as a kid, Mary Poppins and Goonies. Throw those in. Childlike all of a sudden. Suck on my thumb. It's a brilliant time. Reverend, your comfort films. Yeah. What do you um, got? For? I imagine these will be somewhat distressing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. For... For some people, um, yeah. I usually I build up to these kind of things, but I'm having trouble coming up with a huge list. So I'm All actually right. just gonna jump straight into my granddaddy, the king of all comfort films for me. When I'm feeling absolutely horrible and down in the dumps, uh, the movie that always picks me up is The Elephant Man by David Lynch. <laughs> All right, because. That guy's life is so horrible <laughs> that, that in comparison, it makes me feel better about my yeah. own life. It's like, wow. <laughs> I lost a leg. My credit's no good. I'm homeless. At least I'm not the elephant man. Not, not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got kicked out of school. My teeth have all fallen out. But look at him. He's the elephant man. At least I'm not the elephant man. There I go. My life... Gray skies are going to clear up. Okay, so. <laughs> and it's kind of, it it's actually is in some ways a cute movie. Like it is a, it is a. Um, it's an ode to the elephant man. Yeah, it's a life affirming movie. I mean, for David Lynch, it's it's one of his more genuinely upbeat stories, even though it's really, really depressing too. Um, Which is true. It's, that's, it's, true. that's saying a lot. It's, it's his, true. it's his E.T. Um, so yeah at the same time which is good (laughs) that cheers me up Uh, I definitely I mean I gotta agree with everyone here high fidelity it's like the it's like the guy's romantic comedy you know it's like the the guy's equivalent to that that movie that women see that they cry over all the time is high fidelity yeah um, i think he was just putting it in general (laughs) he wasn't looking for an exact film (laughs) yeah no i think you're right it's just it's it's told from a male viewpoint i mean it's based on a great nick hornby book stephen freers does it very well the cast is brilliant and you gotta love jack black but it's very funny it's going a mile a minute it's it's just a lot going on but at the same yeah it paints love as as a real mother but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like you still want love. You still, it's it's a it's definitely a boost. So I think it's the ultimate. My lady just left me, or well, my fellow just left me, and you know <laughs> you got to watch something. Why not watch High Fidelity? So that's that's very good. We're talking about comfort films, those films that pick you up on during a tough time, whether it's a severe depression, you know it's a rainy day, snowy out, uh, you're injured from somehow, <laughs> you're very sick, you just got fired, you are in a low spot, you need to do something that picks you up. What can you do? What will you do? You know what you should do? Watch a comfort film. And these are the comfort films. Give us a call. Let your comfort films be known. Give us a call here at the station, 432-3893. 432-3893 is the number. Or you can log on to our message board at the Impact website. It is www.impact89fm.org. And I, I will say for my fiance, two of her favorites are, um, and these are even films that you can just throw on. That while you're you're cleaning the house, you know you're doing the bills, doing something, you can put on and just it's they're very comforting that they're on that they're in the background. Uh, for my uh, my fiance Monica, they are Rushmore, which 
Uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. And the rouge, Moulin Rouge. Um, she <laughs> loves these. Can just put them on, smile to her face constantly. You know, she can be doing dishes, walk out, watch Max Fisher do something and, and crack up. Or or see, you know, uh, Ewan McGregor sing, come what may. And it just it just makes her smile. So that's that, those are comfort films, too. The films that can be, to a degree, the soundtrack of your life. The, the background music for you. Let's take one more caller. Caller, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? Hey, pretty good. Do you have a comfort film for us? Yeah, I got uh, Beautiful Girls. Um, oh. Me and my buddies get together, and so every once in a while we'll toss that in late, you know, after we've been drinking or something. And when it gets to the uh, part where they're all singing on the piano and stuff, we usually, you know, get it, sing along with them if we're drunk enough. <laughs> Very nice. That's, and it's comforting. It's excellent when you can really feel the scene. That's excellent. Any others for you? Um, yeah, actually one that we probably all remember, and I've watched it again. It's not that great, but it just takes me back to my childhood, is uh, Transformers the movie. Oh. Trans- brilliant. The the last uh, role for Orson Welles before he passed uh, as the uh, planet-eating robot. Excellent. Unicron. Yeah, Unicron. Unicron. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's excellent. That's excellent. All right, well, thanks for giving us a call. We don't go yep. out here. Thanks, Take man. care. Take care. Take it easy. You've you've heard that before about the oh, oh sure I mean, it's, it's, it's you know <laughs> Dan are you amazed that I know the name of the planet eating robot I'm not amazed actually. no no <laughs> I'm not surprised I mean, I, but I mean I think I think a, a person should be amazed by that but I, I mean it's I'm not amazed <laughs> that, that you know and I don't mean that in a bad way yeah, 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 if yeah, my yeah. mom I mean, if my like, mom said oh that's Unicron <laughs> it would be amazing if it's Reverend <laughs> duh <laughs> like if I have to oh what the was the name of the planet eating hey Phil. Oh, oh, Unicron. Thanks, Phil. That's what you do. <laughs> You're listening to the Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM, <laughs> which is why we do questions, concerns, comments. No one ever takes us up on the questions. Never, no one ever plays, you know, stump the chumps and, you know, tries to give us a tough question. But I haven't heard too many concerns either. No. I mean, so, well, and yeah, That would be entertaining. I've been saying concerns for years. <laughs> like three years. Questions, concerns, comments. We, we rarely questions. Um, get a good amount of comments. No concerns. People. If you have any concerns, you're running, out, you're running out of time to air them. <laughs> yeah. uh, give us a call, 432-3893, 432-3893. Comfort films, the films that make you feel good, that, that, that put you in a good spot when things are low. 432-3893, 432-3893 is that number. Dan, you look like you have something you want to say. I do. Um, okay. I've got a few uh, more, I guess, uh, instant classics, like more recent for me that Good. I know are films I don't actually own yet, but I will own. And uh, one of which is, of course, you're you're in my favorite, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's that's another one like love. That's like, just like just, High Fidelity. It's yes. a little. It's a little. I would say a little less accessible now, where I can just throw on, but it's it's very much like yeah. love stinks, love rocks. So it's at the same time. Um, another one is uh, is Garden State. Um, okay. I I I'll probably own that one pretty soon, and uh, and Lost in Translation, and those are three that I could probably just easily pop in. Pop in and just go. Yeah. My fiance also feels the same way about Lost in Translation. It just it's if you're in a low spot, it does because the characters are in a low spot, and as they're uplifted. You can be uplifted as well. What's funny with that is, it, I mean, A, it's, it's kind of a long movie, if memory serves. And yeah. B, you just fall into this trance when you watch it. And you're, you're just kind of there, you know? I mean, you are kind of chuckling, but you're just kind of just taken in and almost in this, I don't know, this trance-like state. And when it's done, you're happy you were in the state. Mm-hmm. But it's it's weird. It's You know, you don't you don't get a lot of even ups and downs throughout the movie. You're just kind of, you're there. But it's good. Oh, excellent. Remember. I like this idea of modern, instant modern classics. I'm going to throw a couple out there. All right. Um, Bad Santa. Ooh, <laughs> I uh, I can definitely watch a number of times. I think that movie's hilarious. Um, 
I'll also throw out uh, Shaun of the Dead, which nice. everyone mm-hmm. who knows me knows I'm a big fan of that That's movie. when a zombie attack occurs. Yeah. You just throw in Shaun of the Dead, it'll pick you up. Yeah. And uh, I'll, lastly, I'll throw out uh, School of Rock, which um, I think it might even have surpassed uh, High Fidelity for me. I mean, not that they're oh. really that similar, oh. Oh. but just... Well, I, not, for your, for not your even Jack Black in terms of not in ter- not even in terms of you know quality of the movie, just in terms of how much it entertains me and how much I enjoy it. Okay. Like, I mean, I don't know. I guess the only reason I'm comparing them is because they have Jack Black in them, <laughs> but they do have this similar kind of like it's a comedy, but it's also a good movie mm-hmm. um, kind of vibe. And yeah, School of Rock. Every time I see it, I love it. So that's good. I don't know thing that worries me about School of Rock is that it could be the pinnacle of Jack Black. It's like he fulfills the prophecy of Jack Black in that film, and it's like, where does he go from there? Because it was the perfect Jack Black movie. Yeah, be realistic. But it's the thing that I think is great about that movie is the the description of the movie sounds so bad, and this is oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. another. I mean, this is another Linklater thing, like with you know the fast food nation. Like the concept sounds horrible, but the movie itself is really fun. Yeah. So I think it's you're great like, when they can pull it. You're off. not going to go wrong by putting it into his hands. Yeah. And, you know, Shaun of the Dead is also a good one if you've also just been dumped. You exactly. Know? Because really, yeah. ultimately, it's a romantic it's comedy. It's a romantic comedy. You know, it's when, it's when a romantic comedy with zombie movies. Zombies yeah. I mean, there are zombies there, and it's part of the plot, but really it's about a guy trying to get his girlfriend back. Yeah, protect her from zombies. And protect her from zombies. Because that's how he's going to show his love. Yes. Brilliant. Which is I how like we should that. all show our love. Yes. By <laughs> <laughs> killing zombies. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Carl, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Thanks for waiting. Hey, hi. Um, I love your show. It's awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Um, I totally agree about Shaun of the Dead. I love zombie movies. But my favorite comfort movie will be Amelie. I love that movie so much. Excellent. Yeah, it's just, um, especially, you know, when you're going through a breakup, it's one of the best movies to watch because it kind of gives you hope, you know, that there's still a chance. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's definitely that's my favorite movie. Excellent. Well, thank you for giving us a call. No problem. All right, take care. Yeah, and it just and that's for comfort films. That's one of the main things. If it, a lot of romantic comedies are in there because love is one of the you know, you know, it's a many splintered thing, but also can be real son of a. And uh, so you gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta take the, the hits, you know, the, the strikes in the gutter. So it's it's great to have these films that can give you a good sense. I guess I'm I'm a, it's not a film, but something because you know because a lot of things that get you down, I think for a lot of people, is your job. Day in, day out, you gotta, you know, the daily grind. You gotta do this. You gotta, do, you know, you gotta get up early. You gotta, you gotta work late. You gotta do these things. It's not a film. It's a BBC production, The Office. Now, if you're looking for something to kind of take your mind off about how work really does suck, and your job may not be where you want to be, and I think The Office. I just, I finally was able to watch the The Office special. Oh, is it as good as the? Uh... It's it's very good. It's 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 painfully good, as yeah. as good as the rest of it. It's much more like second season than first season, but it's it's painfully good. Um, it's only like a total of you know it's a it's a tele- full series of a television program, two seasons and a special. It's got to be only about seven and a half hours worth of watching, some of the funniest stuff. But it's the kind of thing that just it's it's like you know it's the movie The Office almost was, Office Space. I'm sorry, the movie Office Space almost oh, okay. was. It's a lot of fun. But also, I mean, because a lot of things that get me down are just work stuff. Having to deal with work and doing that, I think it's a, that's a great thing. Just you can throw it in and you can watch other people being, you know, complete jerks, you know, completely clueless, complete losers to a degree and love it. And it makes you think, oh, things aren't so bad. Yeah, and the reason 
last week I was saying that it bothers me that I think some American audiences are kind of dumb and that the new office had to be dummied down is that I think the Brit- the BBC show The Office which there's only yeah there's only tw- what 12 total episodes 12 total half hour episodes I-, I really think it's one of the most perfect brilliant things I've ever seen in my entire life just just in terms of movies TV shows anything it's so complete I mean it's yeah. it's funny it's 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 dramatic it's it's just it's so beautifully bittersweet and painful and great I I just I can't yeah, I can't agree more. It's not necessarily just, something you can leave on in the background. Because no. you really you do have to listen to Unless it. you've seen it many, many times, times and you then, know yeah. that some wacky thing with Gareth is about to happen. Then you come back in. You fine. know, but uh you want to watch it all That's more comfort first. TV. That's not this show, but that's all right. Yeah. Comfort films, give us a call 432-3893-432-3893. Reverend, you had something. Yeah, I was just gonna say, since you mentioned it in passing, office space. I think, uh, which actually is a movie, <laughs> not, not to wreck on The Office. Oh, I mean, man. I love, oh. No, I love The Office, but it's not a movie. Yeah, I give it um, Yeah, I think Office Space is a great movie. I've seen that again. I saw, I mean, I have this kind of standard thing. I don't watch movies on TV, yes. you know, especially if it's not, you know, HBO or something. Because it's like, what's the point? I they're can just watch the video. They're going to crop it. They're going to cut it. I happened to be at somebody's house. They were halfway through Office Space on some channel. You know that has a lot of commercials, and I got wrapped up in it. I mean, that movie is still hilarious, it's, even edited and cut movie, down. And it's such a fun time. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a real ride, and sadly, um, it's it's a cult film. Yeah, but not definitely was not successful when it was in the theaters. You're listening to the Impact Movie Chat here on 89 FM, the Impact MSU Student Run Radio, broadcasting live from Holden Hall, and that's all live all time. Give us a call four three two three eighty nine three. Four three two three eight nine three is our number. We're talking about comfort films, those films that have, help you through a tough patch, those films that are kind of the background noise of our lives that you can put on just to be and that are comforting to you to have on there to have there that make you feel good. And uh, who? What better uh, person to talk about comfort films than uh, co-host of uh, the Basement? DJ Spin. Spin, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Brooks. How are you? Doing great. It's good to have you on. First time for everything. Well, you know, uh, sometimes I like to pop in. But I couldn't uh, help but kind of get into the comfort films conversation good. as I was sitting uh, right here next to you. Um, and so I have to go back to two that just make me uh, feel like a small child again. And they're very well related because they're everything savage, um, which are Flight of the Navigator and The Wizard. Nice. Which nice. I think are two oh, of my nice. most, yeah. like, they instantly put me back to being like seven or eight years old and being so excited about the power glove or the idea of traveling to another planet. You're invincible all of a sudden. Exactly. If we could just throw Never Ending Story maybe into that mix. See, I, um, that movie scared not, me as a child. I, I wasn't a big fan, I was I a big fan of that, that one. Movie. That was... I will say Flight, uh, oh, not Flight of the Navigator. I'm trying, The Last Starfighter. Yeah. Oh, that one, kind of, as someone mentioned on the website, so bad it's good. But that film. It's just because it's like a, like a child's fantasy. If for anyone who played video games, it's like I could be. <laughs> if you're good enough at this video game, you can save the universe. Exactly, Phil. You can exactly. be a, a total social outcast, some sort of weird savant. But if you can master Mario three, then you're gonna make it. Yeah, and that's what that movie just. It, because on another planet, the that Koopas is the, are real. Yeah, exactly. and you have to destroy them by jumping on their heads. And uh, if if we're going awesomely bad, awesome. Also, uh, the movie. Not many people have seen it, but there's a movie called Robot Jocks. Which nice. uh, yes. you it's a movie where it's in the future and there's like essentially the world's divided into two factions and instead of having wars anymore they fight in these giant robots. <laughs> yeah, these giant mechs. Yes. Which is great. Which is the greatest. Oh, Anyways, I'm so gonna go good. get ready for the basement. Jason, the but, basement. Tell us about the basement. Uh, it's two hours of local music and it's so fantastic that you can't even handle it. But if you're willing to try, 
tune in right after, right after this fabulous show. Yeah, sounds good, Spin. Thanks for stopping in. No man. problem. All right, Reverend. Did you have any Reverend and Dan? Did you have any more that you want to just throw out real quick? No, um, I'm good. I, yeah, I've probably got a couple. I've got one I mentioned last week, which probably isn't a comfort film for anybody, but I just like it. It's What's Eating Gilbert Grape. It's it's not comfortable. It's probably kind of awkward and bleak, but it's been on TV a lot lately, and I've been so watching it over and over and liking it over there are those and over. So, like, if you get caught in the HBO trap where you're like at home, that's especially is, when you're at yeah. school, if you're at home like around 2 o'clock every day, HBO plays like the same movie over and over for like the entire month, you know, like, you know, You'll you'll fall into Adventures in Babysitting and be like, oh, oh, it's the third time I've watched it this month. I'll watch it again. Like, it's just on. They're very fun. Let's take another call. Call you on the Impact Movie Chat. How you doing? I'm good. And you have a comfort film for us. Uh, three. Three. Excellent. Shoot. Uh, both of the Hot Shots films. Nice. Okay. And one Ampard dude. Yes. And Sidekicks, starring Chuck Norris. Nice. And the late Jonathan Brandis. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. I think so. I think so. And, yes. And the blonde. I, I don't kid. remember his name. All yeah. I know is that I used to go to church with him. Oh really? wow! I used to go to church with Jonathan Brandis. Well, not knowingly, but later on I found out. Wow. That's Star weird. of Sequest. <laughs> he wrote an episode, you know. Oh well, of course he did. I wrote an episode of Sequest. All right. Well, excellent choices. Thanks for giving us a call. Yep. All right. Take care. Um. Once again, if you go to our message board, we have uh, a thread there that is on this. I've posted it already, so it's not like in past shows where I've said, hey, it'll be on the website. No, I don't put it on there, but it's already on there right now. Uh, once again, the website is www.impact89fm.org. That's the uh, excellent Impact website. Click on message boards. Scroll on down to the bottom where it's the exposure section. The Impact movie chat is right there. You can post your comfort films there. They're excellent. They're all around us. They, uh, they you gotta love them. They're they're the fabric of our lives. They're like cotton. You know what I'm? I guess I'm really happy about with with the calls we've gotten is we haven't had anyone with any John Hughes films, and uh, and and I I like John Hughes films. They're a little cliche. Like like the next guy, but I'm glad people have kind of like stretched it a little bit more and really gone for more of the. Uh, I don't know the the the, the different, you know, yeah. not the not the Breakfast Club, it's not, a too not Pretty in Pink, not, it's a little too obvious. Yeah, to think of your childhood and think of those, or or because those are fun films when you think about childhood, but the comforting films that you can watch a million times. Like, who owns Be- Breakfast Club? Who's got that on their their shelf? I don't know anybody. That does. A lot of girls that I know. Well, maybe yeah. well, girls. Sorry, well, that's, that's all right. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, Jack hasn't called. Don't, that's that's why um, Jack and reference. Full segue there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, and speaking of Jack, Jack is one of our favorite colors. He's he's one of our top two. Sandy and Eaton Rapids is the other one that we love. And Jack is a gentleman who keeps us to our original mandate of informing the public. That's what we do. We're all about information here, and the information we provide is we talk about what is new at the theater and at the rental store. So, Reverend, if I can, I'm going to save your House of Wax review. Okay. Until next week. That's fine. It can go with uh, Andy Keith's uh, Kingdom of Heaven review. And, and my Unleashed and review. Unleashed. Oh, yes, because you're going to see Unleashed, which yep. we'll talk about in a second. And, of course, it will have my Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, which, I will once again, is the most anticipated film of the millennium for Bread Brooks. Are you going to the 1201 uh, showing? The midnight um, showings? Yeah. I, I haven't procured tickets yet, so I'm not certain if I'm – but I live technically in the sticks – <laughs> and there's there's well, sorry Southline Michigan you're the sticks um, that's where I live uh, and there are multiple theaters around there I'm sure I can find one 
at least if not on midnight, but on Thursday. Like there are eleven o'clock shows on Thursday. I'll be there, baby doll. So don't worry. Um, in my Jingle Fett Halloween costume, uh, nicely <laughs> nice. enough. Um, but that's for next week. So you'll wait around for next week. But this week, let's do our uh, previews. Let's talk about the four films that are coming out very shortly. One is Kicking and Screaming, PG, from the director of How High and American Wedding, Jesse Dillon. This stars uh, Will Ferrell and Robert Duvall. This is about a man who, um, whose father was always obsessed with sports and highly competitive, and he decides to try to get away from that. But once he has children of his own and his son is on a soccer team, he finds he's just like his father, too competitive, becomes the coach of the team, and loses it. Dan. You failed to mention one of the other uh, stars of the movie, uh, the, the famous uh, Ditka. Mike Ditka, he but he plays Ditka. Well, but that, he's still you know one of the stars. But I'm not sure is he actually in the film quite a bit. I, he was in at least the uh, the trailer I saw. Quite oh, okay, a bit. I have, so that, I've seen trailers. That doesn't mean he's in the film. I have lot, I have not he's... seen the Ditka in uh, in any of the trailers or yeah. television. Okay, so that's good. This was a movie is almost a stealth movie. Stealth movies once again are those movies that somehow out of nowhere creep in under the cover of dark, bomb you because they suck, and then fly away two weeks later. This is a film that I had not heard anything about until about a month ago. Then barely heard about it again until about a week ago. So, kicking and screaming, Will Ferrell, playing, you know, working with children, soccer film. Um, this should tank, I, w- I would hope. But it, then again, it might be the number one movie at the box office next week. Because there's not much else out there, including uh, sp- the king of So Bad It's Good, Rennie Harlan. Uh, you may remember him from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Um, he also did Die Hard 2, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, Andrew Dice Clay. Who would have thought that wouldn't go nowhere? Cliffhanger. Man, one of the best, wow. worst movies of all time. <laughs> Cutthroat Island, Long Kiss Goodnight. A movie so bad, it's actually brilliant. Um, Deep Blue Sea, uh, Driven, and a film that he shot after the film that's coming out tomorrow, Exorcist, The Beginning. This film is Mindhunters. You may say to yourself, Mindhunters, Mindhunters. Mindhunters. Where have I heard this title before? I, I swear there was a film that was supposed to come out called Mindhunters, you know, in, in 2003 and then in two, early 2004 and then last June. Mindhunters. Yes, that's the same film. Finally going to come to the theater. I've seen the trailer for this film in three separate occasions, announcing three separate dates. This is Mindhunters starring the likes of Val Kilmer, LL Cool J, Christian Slater, Johnny Lee Miller. Uh, and Catherine Morris, who you may know from Cold Case and Minority Report. This is about a group of uh, young FBI agents who are trained to track down serial killers who are locked together, and they find out that dot, 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 one of them is a serial killer. This is a film that's been on the shelf for a long time, and when it's been on the shelf, that means it stinks. <laughs> that's usually that's that's usually what it does. It's from the master of bad movies, Rennie Harlan. Are you guys interested? It amazes me. I mean, I, I just wonder if he looks at his resume of films that he's done and has any remorse at all. I mean, oh, there, no. I mean, there's he didn't, there's not even like a good one that's like slipped in there. They're they're all. I mean, I, yes, Long Kiss Goodnight falls into the painfully wonderful. Like it's like it's almost I orgasmic. Agree. It's so bad. Oh, I, I completely agree. It's like oh, that movie was so good. I just I mean, do his movies make money? I I guess to a degree they must. To me, Rennie Harlan is like a poor man's like Verhoeven. Like he's like Verhoeven, but without like all the subtext. Like that's basically it. Without the darkness, that is that is Rennie Harlan. That is Mindhunters. We may say, uh, Monster in Law. You were thinking, hey, Jane Fonda, you haven't made a movie in fifteen years. Why don't you come on back? Come back to the come back to the cinema, Jane Fonda. What would be the perfect 
picture for Jane Fonda. Well, none other than Monster in Law, starring J Lo, Jennifer Lopez, uh, who's like her ex fiance Ben Affleck, box office poison. Also starring Michael Vartan um, and Wanda Sykes. Um, this is from uh, Robert um, Lukatic. I think it's Luke Tick, maybe his name. He's the director of Legally Blonde and Win a Date with Ted Hamilton. Who? Yeah, exactly. Um, Monster-in-Law, J-Lo is going to marry Michael Varden, but first she's got to get past his horrible mother, her future mother-in-law. She is a monster-in-law. So that is out starting <laughs> wow. tomorrow. Brilliant. And for what I call the Phil Dean pick of the week, <laughs> Unleashed Raid R, originally titled Danny the Dog, I like that, stars a Jet Li, Morgan Freeman, Bob Hoskin, um, this is from uh, Louis Letier, Leterrier, or, you know, or Louis Leterrier, uh, depending <laughs> on how, if he's actually French or not. He's the director of The Transporter. From the writer, Luc Besson, you may recommend, uh, remember him from Joan of Arc, The Messenger, uh, The Fifth Element, La Femme Nikita, uh, or just Nikita, great film, and one of my favorites, Leon, which is also known as Professional. Um, and uh, he wrote Kiss of the Dragon, which also a Jet Li film, which is his link to, I imagine, uh, this one, I know the Reverend's going to see. Yeah. You've been dying for it. I've been excited about this for a long time. So. Pumped. The man yeah. is pumped over it. Can't wait for it. Uh, I think Dan may check it out. That's Unleashed. <laughs> so those are the four films out tomorrow. Kicking and Screaming PG, Mindhunters Rated R, Monster-in-Law PG-13, and uh, Unleashed Rated R. And to remind you, as we get to next week, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, is coming out next Thursday. I'll have my review, so definitely we'll have that. Keith will have Kingdom of Heaven, and the Reverend will have both Hoss of Wax and Unleashed. Dan, can you promise us a review? I'll have I'll have something. You, you're gonna have Star Wars with me? Monster Law? Uh, probably probably <laughs> uh, something. Kicking and screaming. I'll flip some coins. Sounds or good. Something. <laughs> on, uh, on rental, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, um, Racing Stripes, In Good Company, Assault on Precinct Thir- Thirteen, the the remake, and Alone in the Dark. Also, an interesting film that you may or may not be able to find. Overnight, it is the documentary about uh, Troy Duffy, the jerk who made Boondock Saints and <laughs> explains his rise and ignoble fall from a one, one-shot one greatness, apparently. That is out at selected retailers. Those are the new films. Any last thing for you guys? No, I'm pretty good. All I'm right. Upset. Thank you very much. Once again, you can go to our website, uh, the Impact. 89fm.org. Look up our message board. We have the new thread I started during just before the show, Comfort Films. You can log on to that. Uh, we've got a lot of great stuff for you as we count down our final show here on May 26th. Uh, next week, we should have a lot of great prizes to give away. My uh, stupendous review of uh, Star Wars 3, all the other reviews that we've had waiting for you, um, and all, a brand new topic. Uh, well, not a brand new topic. It's an old topic. One of our favorites that we've ever done. Um, which we'll probably do in the second half of the show, it will be movies you love that other people hate slash movies you hate that other people love. Those films that you just have the complete opposite feelings than the majority of the public, and it irks you beyond belief. That's what we're talking about next week on the Impact Movie Chat. Thank you very much for checking us out this week. For Dan, for the Reverend, I'm Brad Brooks. Thanks for checking us out. Stick around. The Basement's up next to rock you Impact style. Thanks a lot. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.